Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. At 6.30 p.m. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. Great week. A lot of fun. Very physical week. You can feel the excitement on the practice field. I just told the kids that we have to play well to win. But if we, you know, if we prepare and, and uh, play hard and all those things, we'll have a great chance to do that. But we're going to have to play well. They've got a good football team, a really good coach. But you could feel it on Monday, Tuesday, and today was one of our best practices we've had. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go in the shell. We won't go in attack mode because that's what's required. On 103.7 The Buzz. With my boobay, like Kool-Aid From the Hogs Meat Market Studio, Joe Franklin, John Neighbors in Fayetteville. We're getting ready for the Razorback game this weekend coming up against BYU. It's going to be what most people consider to be Arkansas's first real test as they take on BYU and they kind of step it up in competition. So there's a lot to look forward to with this game. And uh, it'll be interesting to see can Arkansas get the running game going. That's what is kind of uh, holding Arkansas back at this point in most people's opinion and thinking that we're going to see the best of what this team is made of. And then on the defensive side of the ball, is this defense as good as they've been over the past couple of weeks? That's yet to be determined. And then with BYU, on the other hand, we don't really know a lot about BYU. So with this game altogether, there's going to be a lot to be worked out. Now, it is Friday, and we talk to Steve Sullivan of KTV on Friday. We do our picks for the week. We have some college football this weekend. We have some NFL picks and probably a little bit more from the NFL than college this week. But it's just starting to really ramp up around college football. And a couple of storylines, Alabama, it seems like, they're already hitting the panic button when it comes to the quarterback position because they're expected to start Tyler Buckner. Now, there was an extended competition with Alabama going into the season. Jalen Milrow, who played there last year, he got the start, and he started the first couple of games of the season. They want to see a little bit more, so it's expected now that Alabama is going to start Tyler Buckner, who went to Alabama through the transfer portal. And so we'll see what they're able to get worked out. If they are able to move the ball better on offense, if they're able to pass the ball a little bit better. But it's not your traditional Alabama team. And there was some drop-off at the quarterback position simply because they had the number one overall pick in the NFL draft, Bryce Young. He's no longer there. The receivers haven't really shown what they're capable of just yet. And that may be because of the quarterback issue and having to deal with that so far. But around the SEC, a couple of games that are of note. LSU making the trip to Mississippi State. There's some interest in that one to see can LSU really show how good they are still to this point. Now, they lost the first game of the season to Florida State. But Florida State, it turns out, is a really good team. 
which a lot of people weren't giving them credit for to begin the season. And that's uh, that's kind of where that is with LSU and Mississippi State coming up this weekend. And then also there's Kansas State and Mizzou. That's going to be an interesting game when you think about what's going on in the SEC. What's up, John? What's going on, man? Yeah, it's uh, good to be here for some reason. uh Having a little uh, connection issues and everything, but uh, we got it figured out. So it's good to be up here in northwest Arkansas. Just excited about the game tomorrow and seeing all the fans coming up and everything, man. It's a it's a great day, great weather, great Friday. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And so now um, everybody is probably anxious at this point to see what Arkansas really is made of. We'll learn a lot more after this game against BYU than we've seen over the past couple of weeks. So this is uh this is what it it really is about and this is when it gets real with the schedule. Yeah, I know. It's amazing that uh, just this early in part of the season where it's a BYU game that I think everybody would have been on board with of saying, "Oh, it's going to be a win." And before the season starts, like, "Oh yeah, chalk that up for a win." And I think most people will probably, I know we'll get through uh, a lot of phone calls and text messages, people giving their predictions, but it's like, "Man, I've it's trying to change the tune a little bit to where, you know, before it was, uh, oh, this will, not saying people were saying it was going to be an easy win, but it was going to be one of those games where it, Arkansas should win. But now people are just so uncertain. They're, they're so uncertain of what the offense is going to look like, what the, what the uh, running game is going to look like, you know, how, how, who's going to step up. And uh, with BYU, we know a little bit of them. And I know we'll uh, talk a little bit more with, in BYU with Jake Hatch, who covers BYU later in the show in the thir- 3 o'clock hour, get a little idea of him. But, like people just don't really know. They don't know, really know about either of these teams on either side. And there's a lot of similarities, too, with Joe. Like, uh, you know, both defenses have been improved from last year, at least through this stretch. But neither team can really run the ball very effectively. And I think that that's what is kind of having everybody on either side say, like, eh, well, you know, we feel good about it. We should be better. We should feel like it's going to be uh, an interesting game. But overall... We still have no idea what to expect out of these teams, especially if they haven't been able to run the ball effectively yet. This is going to be a game that fans are really looking forward to because it's a night game, and so that gives you a chance to get everything worked out from the travel standpoint. gives all day to tailgate there in Fayetteville and um, just really take the whole day in and, and then have that nighttime atmosphere. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm most excited about is just having that nighttime atmosphere and uh, being able to have it in a way. Like, I try to explain it to a few people that uh, I was talking to, actually some Razorback fans here yesterday that I saw out and about. I was, I was almost like everyone's so excited right now because neither team uh, is has made anybody mad. You know, we've had criticisms of, of the team and things that have been stressful for some, but... Overall, the team's still 2-0. and like they're, they're still won these games, so nobody's irate. Nobody's calling for a coach's head just yet. Nobody's not looking forward to this game or thinking there's no chance. The hope, the excitement, the, the faith, the, the feeling of, hey, this still could be a great season is still in place, and that's what makes for the best types of atmospheres because you know, we know Arkansas has never really had a great stretch of having night games. That's always a topic of, oh, they don't ever get the night games. Last year they had one at home against Ole Miss, and the year before they only had one against Texas. Let's hope they have more than just one. But this game being at night, being in Fayetteville, and fans still feeling like this could be a great year where they take some steps forward, it keeps that excitement in place, and it keeps everybody still, still feeling like, hey, not only can this be a great year, but it can be an improved year to maybe we make some noise in the SEC West. Maybe there's a way that we can knock off a few teams that we shouldn't beat. All of that mixed together, I think, just has everybody feeling good for right now, but just wait until it actually comes into place. But right now, it feels pretty good. Well, that's where the optimism is. It's still there, and it will be there even more if Arkansas is able to go out and handle their business in this game, and especially if they get some things shored up and they look a little better in their effort, then that'll have people that are skeptical. Maybe they get a little bit more back on board. But, uh, yeah, at this point, the team is 2-0. and There are complaints about how it's looked so far, but they're 2-0. and So it could be worse. It could be a lot more to complain about. Oh, yeah. And I started thinking about this, too, Joe. And I know we've, we've said that people, fans, will find any sort of reason to complain or maybe to be a little bit more negative, And that's just the way it is. But 
like even if Arkansas wins this game, like say if you say Arkansas is winning, everybody's going to be happy, but it's a matter of what level of happiness. Because if Arkansas goes out there, takes care of business, blows out BYU, let's say they win by three touchdowns, and the, the running game's going, and they look strong and everything, people are suddenly going to say, okay, th- that they figured it out. We can go in and maybe even beat LSU. Maybe we can win a few of these games in the SEC in this next stretch. All of that. But if it ends up being a close game where it comes down to the wire and say if it goes to double overtime but the offense still didn't look great, if it's a low-scoring game, maybe some turnovers, you still win. People will still be happy you're 3-0, and but nobody's going to look about the future of the season and say, oh, this is going to be great. This is a team that can still win some games. It'll almost be like, well, they won, but I don't feel good about going into LSU. So you'll take the win no matter what, but – Still, fans are going to try to find things that they want to feel hopeful about the rest of the year. So if Arkansas looks impressive in this game, the win's what matters. But if they look impressive in this game, I think it's really going to get people back on board and back on the train saying, hey, this could be a team that could get to that 8-9 win record that some of us were predicting before the season started. We'll know a lot more. Well, not necessarily a lot more. We'll know more after this weekend, after tomorrow night's game. And we'll kind of see where it stands and uh, be able to come back and react on Monday, thanks to Fleet Management Services. But it's going to be a nice weekend in sports. You know, we're in the thick of football season, and so Mm -hmm. we'll see what else happens around college football, NFL, and always combat sports going on. So it's a good time to be thinking about what's going on in sports, and Major League Baseball is wrapping up. So it's uh, going to be exciting. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's what makes these Easy Friday shows so easy, especially during football season. And, you know, we got a little NFL action last night, which uh, I know we'll probably talk about more in depth because I know we're about to hit the break. But, uh, you know, getting getting to see that on Thursday nights and even having some college football tonight. And uh, it's still early part. Like, you know, we talk about Arkansas and fans still feeling, you know, happy, excited and optimistic maybe. But that's how a lot of teams are right now. And, you know, around week three, week four, we'll start getting to conference play obviously here very soon for a lot of teams, but then we're going to start seeing what these teams are made of. Not Again, not just Arkansas or not even just certain NFL teams, but everybody. So that's uh, also it's going to be really exciting just to see how it's going to play out and where, because some fans are going to start getting upset, like, you know, like Mississippi State LSU's this weekend. Uh, I think LSU's going to win, but imagine if they don't. People are going to start jumping off ship about Brian Kelly. LSU fans are going to be very upset. No, they've already done that. They did that in game one when they lost (laughs) to Florida State. Yeah. Oh, I know. And then you got Alabama fans, same thing against Texas. They're like, yeah, we're done. It's over. It's it's it's, it's in the season's a loss. But you know that's why you still have to let it play out. It's still in the early part of the season, and there's still reasons to be optimistic. No matter who your team is, obviously some fans can be pretty upset. But uh, there's a lot of season left in front of us, and we just got to take advantage of it and enjoy the ride while we have it here. Alabama already going with a different starting quarterback. They're going to start Tyler Buckner. And it's uh, something something that uh, probably a lot of fans have called for, maybe to see what else they have. And so this is a case where you see a team already kind of hitting that panic button to say it's not good enough at the quarterback position. We need to see more, and we have to have more to go on and win some of these games. Man, that, that's something. I, I don't. I know that uh, Nick Saban's changed quarterbacks before, but has he ever changed it this early in the season? I, I don't remember a time, but who knows? Maybe it's the right move to get them going and to start having uh, another Alabama Classic season because, hey, they got one loss, but they still got 10 games in front of them where they can win the SEC and even have a chance to play for a championship. Yeah, we'll, we'll see it all shake out this weekend. We have more of Out of Bounds coming up after this break. Stay tuned. Your home for Dallas Cowboys football is 103.7 The Buzz. Presented by Beachwood Pinnacle Hotels. America's team on your fun and game station, 103.7 The Buzz. This is SportsCenter. 
Arkansas will host BYU tomorrow for their second ever meeting between the two teams. The first, of course, was last year when Arkansas won 52-35. Kickoff is set for 6.30. Coverage will start on the buzz at 2.30 with the Hogwild pregame show brought to you by Mud Connections. Stay tuned afterwards for the first security fifth quarter postgame show. Arkansas State will host Stony Brook. Kickoff for that game is set for 6. Coverage can be heard on 106.7 Buzz 2. Arkansas Pine Bluff will host Miles College at 4. And UCA will face a tall task as they travel to Fargo, North Dakota to take on the North Dakota State Bison. Kickoff is set for 2.30. Coverage can be heard on the point 94.1 starting at 1.30. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. In sports, every coach is looking for the winning combination. Arch Marina North Little Rock is no different. The reason being, they have the winning combination. G3 boats with a Yamaha motor. Your granddaddy trusted Arch Marine, so can you. Hey, it's Houston Nutt. I'll be on Morning Mayhem every Wednesday this football season. We're going to get ready to hit that line and root on those hogs because we got the wood, y'all. And when you need a new pole barn, metal roof, or steel building, go see my friends at Reed's Metals of Benton where you can buy direct and save online at reedsmetals.com. Hi, I'm Rick Pennington of Lions Drug. We have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram tablet at a savings of up to 80%. We have the 5-milligram daily tablets for less than $3 a pill. Lions Drug continues to be your go-to pharmacy for men's health. What are you waiting for? Call us today at 844-676-2247 or go to our website at Lions Drug. RJ Hawk here with Chris Roberts from Southern Bank. And Chris, I know interest rates are high right now. That's what everybody's talking about. But if you're thinking about a project, whether it be a commercial project or you want to build a house, now's the time to come talk to you about what those future plans may look like. You know, RJ, no matter what the business environment may be, we're always there to sit down with our customers and talk about their future plans and what's going on with their businesses. And that's one thing about Southern Bank is they're a community bank. They want to be your partner. Partnering with our customers is a key to how we do business. And Chris, you know, we talk about those interest rates being high, but the one good news out of that is deposit rates. We have some great CD and checking account rates. Just give us a call and see what one of our personal bankers can do for you. If you want more information about interest rates or those deposit rates that we just talked about, call Chris and his team today at 501-424-0900 or go online at bankwithsouthern.com. Southern Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. This is Pat Bradley for River City Flooring, where you can pick your payment. Get 0% interest for 12, 24, or 36 months, and River City Flooring in Marmel is where you'll save 50% on all in-stock waterproof LVP flooring. And did you know River City Flooring carries cabinets? So stop in and let my friends at River City Flooring help you with your remodel. Kitchen, bath, living, dining, they do it all. Check out River City Flooring in Maumelle at their huge new showroom on Maumelle Boulevard just off 430. Southern Floor Coating presents the Zone Rewind. Tune in Fridays when Justin and Wes discuss their best moments, sound bites, and interviews of the week. Ready to transform your patio, porch, or pool deck? Call the pros at Southern Floor Coating. Find them online at southernfloorcoating.com. Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer has five service trucks available providing you on-site service to get you back on the road. If that doesn't do it, Stacked has a new state-of-the-art 13 Bay Shop for service and repair on all Class A trucks, trailers, RVs, light and medium duty commercial vehicles, tires, brakes, AC, engine repair, transmissions, differentials, and driveline repair. Stacked commercial truck and trailer repair. Get stacked two miles off 530 exit 34 in Whitehall. Make your tailgate the party of the parking lot by getting the best meats in all of Arkansas at Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Y'all better put him in the Heisman. You better put him up there. I'm tired of him yeah, being number three or number four. We got that wood right here, baby. Somebody better look at right this guy. the best football player in the country, and his name's not being mentioned. Lou Holtz, Mark May, number five. You better look at him a little closer. He's a football player. On 103.7 The Buzz.
Friday show. Appreciate everybody listening in this afternoon. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios. Actually sitting up here in Fayetteville getting ready for Arkansas and BYU coming up this weekend on Saturday, 6.30. Is it going to be the kickoff? And I know everyone's excited to get that game going, and I know we'll talk more about the uh, college football weekend and getting into our picks and everything. Steve Sullivan will be joining us, which will be great, too, to get his thoughts and opinions on uh, all the things going on there, too. And yeah, and also, I got a chance, though, Joe, and I'm sure you did, too, to watch the NFL game from last night. Uh, how about that? Nice little bounce back for the Eagles. As uh, you know, It's not like that I was worried about them or anything, but it was, uh, it was an interesting game for both teams to see how they'd come out and uh, Eagles are uh, able to go 2-0, and and now you have the Vikings sitting at 0-2 to start the season. Vikings did exactly what they did in the first game. They turned the ball over. They, You could see that they clearly had a chance to win the game and that they're talented, but when you turn the ball over like that, that's going to lessen the chances that you go on to win these games. And It was the same story from the first game. It played out in, in the second game. They turned the ball over three times in the first half. When you turn the ball over like that, that's not going to give you a good chance to win, and they could have made a game of it. It, it was uh, yeah. it, when Justin Jefferson, when he was about to score there, if you factor that into the opportunities that they had, those are some of the things that they look back at the end of the game to say, we had our chances, and they're going to be thinking about that for a long time. That That's a game they should have won, just like they were going back to week one saying – they were disappointed that they should have won the game against the Bucks week one. Yeah, I kind of feel bad for uh, Kirk Cousins looking at his stats just through two games. Like, if you would have told him that he's going to start the season in, in his first two games, completing 73% of his passes for 708 yards with six touchdowns and only one interception, you're probably like, man, he's, he's starting off to great. He's probably winning a couple of those games. And, I mean, you're talking about 364 yards in, that, in the game last night with four touchdown passes. That should win you the game in the NFL if you're having those types of numbers as a quarterback. So, uh, I mean, I guess it's still, it's you know, he's having a good game and it's more than just the, the quarterback and the offense. But, I mean, I'd be extremely frustrated if I was putting up those types of numbers and uh, sitting there at 0-2 when, you know, quarterback's the most important position. But he's doing his job, it certainly seems like, at least. Well, it's amazing that if they win games, then he's he's going to get probably not as much credit as he deserves but when they lose, then people want to tend to blame him. And uh, when you do look deeper into the numbers, you definitely can't. But there are people that are going to look past that and say, ah, it's, it's Kirk Cousins, same old story. They're playing a primetime game, and they can't come through because of who their quarterback is. Yeah, I can't blame them for this one. Uh, you can blame uh, other things for that, but uh, putting up those types of numbers, certainly can't blame him at all. But. Uh, we'll have uh, we'll have our picks coming up in the second hour too. We're really looking forward to that, and we'll give uh, some updates of where everything stands and get into some of those NFL games too. But uh, let's go to the phone lines as we have uh, Jake and Cabot leading us off. What's up, Jake? Hey, good afternoon, John. Good afternoon, Freak. How you guys doing today? Doing good. Doing great, man. Hey, hey, don't ever go to Akron, Ohio. It sucks. I'm just saying. Uh, whoever, whatever the athlete said. Uh, you know, who who wants to go vacation in Cleveland? Akron is past Cleveland. Joakim uh, Noah. He's saying. the guy that's famous for that. Yeah. So uh anyway, I I'm down in I'm down in Illinois about to cross into Missouri, thankfully, and I'll be home for the <clears throat> excuse me. I'll be home to get a watch the game, so I'm glad about that. I don't think Kirk Cousins was at fault last night. Uh, I listened to the game. I was not able to watch, obviously, because I was driving. But uh, you can't really fault him for some of the mistakes that other players make. I mean, you just can't. Uh, that being said, I'd, I'd, I'd like to uh, give a prediction on my score of the game this weekend. I think Arkansas finally gets it clicking. And I think we see a different team than we've seen the first couple weeks. I'm going to say 44-27 Hogs. And Cam Little's going to get a show off that 60-plus yard leg a few times. That's five touchdowns and three field goals. And uh, I think the only reason I'll give them 27 is because they get a garbage touchdown late. So uh, I, I, I just think we, we – we intensified this week. I think stuff starts coming together. 
Tell me if you guys think that's a reality, man. Love the show. Love you guys. Go Hogs. All right. Appreciate it, Jake. Thanks for calling in. Uh, you know, I. It, it's funny when he brings up Cam Little. I started thinking about that, too. It's, we, uh, we've only seen him just very seldom, but, you know, he might be somebody in this game, Joe, if the defenses for both teams have improved. And we know the kicker's always important, but uh, he might be somebody in this game that it's going to have to be relied on. And if the defenses are bringing in the offenses on both sides are struggling, you're going to need points everywhere you can get them. And having a junior kicker like Cam Little, yeah, he's going to have to make sure that he uh, knocks through the easy ones and uh, gets, gets the points on the board as much as possible. Yeah, this could be a tight game. Um, I think we really don't know what to expect here, but Cam Little is somebody that the Razorbacks, they feel good about and that they can depend on, not only in close games, but just to get them points whenever they're not able to get a, a touchdown, but they get close enough in field goal range, and they feel good about sending him on the field to get some points for them. Yeah, you know the analytics that always gets thrown around about uh, you know when to go for it, when not to go for it, uh, especially when you're in field goal range. Is that something that maybe they need to, and I'm speaking specifically about Arkansas, need to stop doing as much of where, hey, don't worry about going for it on fourth and three from the 28-yard line. Go and get your points. Because I feel like if you got a kicker in Cam Little, and it depends on what the situation is in the game, but... If it's early still, if it's still in doubt, I, I want them to start kicking the ball more if they got a special kicker like Cam Little. Get your points, because I felt like last year so many times, too many times, uh, they were ended up getting a turnover on downs or not getting a push. So I'm, I'm hoping that in this particular game or just all season long, they need to be a little bit more conservative when going and getting the points instead of uh, just assuming, oh, yeah, we'll get this first down. And the momentum shift that comes in when you don't get it is just terrible, and it's crucial. It's amazing how that goes, too, because when they're not doing those things, when they're not being as aggressive, everybody is asking, can, can this team be more aggressive? We like to see this team be more aggressive. When they are more aggressive and they're not getting it at a high percentage, which a lot of times you're not going to convert at a high percentage on fourth down, but if they're not doing it, then everybody is asking for the other side of it. Let's let's just get the points. Let's let's do that. Let's be a little more conservative. So it's all about if is it working or not, and that's what everybody's going to ask for. They're going to want to see the other side of it when it's not working. Yeah, I mean, listen, we're we're going to see that no matter what, second guessing and not knowing uh, if uh, what what's the right call or what's the wrong call, but just seeing like against Kent State when they're going for it on fourth down again, I know it's a different game, but when you're seeing them go against Kent State and they still can't get it and they get stuffed and like that's just demoralizing. And if you're wanting to be a physical team, I understand. If you're wanting to get something going, I understand. But just kind of read the room, read the situation that you're in, and if, especially if your defense is improved as much as you're hoping it is, because that's maybe some, one of the reasons why they went for it so much last year and failed, or uh, at least went for it as much as they did, is because they didn't really have a whole lot of confidence in the defense, and rightfully so. But I'd rather see them be a little bit smarter, be a little bit more uh, aggressive in the right situations. But, you know, if the, if the game's in the second quarter and it's only 7 to nothing, or uh, you have the lead and whatnot, don't don't go for it unless you just ha- feel good about you you running the ball on short down situations or if you're gotten a play in your pocket that you know is going to automatically work. Because the last thing you want to do is give a team like BYU any sort of momentum on the road and take the crowd out of it because they're an experienced team, they're a well coached team, and they're going to be looking to try to take some advantages of Arkansas on the road. So just be smart with it. I know it's easy and cliche to say, but just be smart with your calls and. Be smart with the decisions you're going to make, especially early on in the game. And we'll probably see KJ more involved in short yardage situations, especially with Rocket not being available. Now you have more the trust in KJ. He's the person that you have the most trust in in that offense altogether, whether Rocket is on the field or not. But the combination of those two guys, you feel really good about it. But now that Rocket is not available, KJ is the guy that you're going to look to in those situations. And if they do come about, look for KJ to be the guy to have the ball in his hands and not necessarily hand it off or even make a throw. They're going to want KJ to have the ball in his hands and, and try to make something happen. 
Also on our uh, Southern Structural Solutions text line, it comes from the 501, says, guys, what are the best top 25 college football matchups for this weekend, and will either of you be watching the Colorado-Colorado State matchup this weekend in its entirety? I mean, I'm going to try to do it, Joe. I know it's because it's 9 o'clock Central Time, and Arkansas's game, I'll be at it, but it's a 6.30. Maybe it'll be a quick-moving game, enough time to, to check it out, but... If uh, I'm a place where there's a TV around at around 9 o'clock, you, you bet your bottom dollar I'm going to be out there watching that game. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Now, as far as top 25 matchups, there are not many on, you know, of course you have Kansas State making the trip to Missouri and then LSU going to Mississippi State, but the home teams in those games aren't top 25 teams, but they are some to uh, to pay attention to. But as far as Colorado, Colorado State, absolutely. Everybody is going to be paying attention just to kind of see how that plays out. They want to see if Colorado, they want to see them continue to build upon what they've been doing so far. And then with something being thrown out there this week as far as the heat and the rivalry, that's going to have even more people paying attention. Oh, yeah, yeah. You can't uh, can't be wearing hats and sunglasses in press conferences now, according to Jay Norvell. But... Uh, yeah, there's going to be some fire behind it, and I don't know what the record is for the most watched game at 9 o'clock uh, Central Time on in the college football, but I, I'll go out on a limb and say that this one will probably beat it, if not be right there in the mix, because Colorado is a team everyone's paying attention to, and that's uh, something that uh, Deion Sanders has, of course, wanted to get a lot of attention paid to him, and if he were going to keep seeing whether you're rooting against him, you want to see him lose, but if you're rooting for him, you want to see him win, so I think everybody's going to be watching that game uh, as much as possible, which is so funny because it's just amazing what a couple of wins can do or what a coaching change could do. Because, Joe, if it was something else or some other situation, I would not give two rips about Colorado, Colorado State. Like if it, like last year, I didn't, you know, I didn't even know if they played or not. But here we are talking about a Colorado, Colorado State game happening at 9 o'clock in week three of the college football season, and it's got so many people's attention. And winning and promoting and branding and somebody like Deion Sanders can just bring so much to your to your program and so much attention where everyone wants to watch him play. ESPN is absolutely happy that it's going to be on their network and they were at they they had a theme for Sports Center yesterday where they were making all the connections with Coach Prime and some of his former teams whenever they would talk about them it would always circle back to Coach Prime. There's a connection there. They're going to be on site today doing Sports Center, so they're they're really building it up, and they're absolutely thrilled that it's going to be on ESPN so that everybody can tune in. Yeah, listen, it's a brilliant decision from them, and uh, kind of riding the heat wave as long as they possibly can. And Colorado wins another game, then they're going to keep on going and keep paying attention to them. They got some really good matchups, Colorado, that is, in the Pac-12 against some really high quality teams. And, I mean, listen, even if they don't win, uh, I think they're going to beat Colorado State, and, we'll, again, we'll talk about our picks. I think they'll take care of business there. But say next week if they lose or whatever, people are still going to pay attention to them. You know, they're still going to watch them. They're still going to wonder what's doing. So it's not like, oh, let's just see how long they could win, and then once they don't win, people are going to just say, all right, well, now I'm done with them. They're going to be an attention-grabbing team for any reason this season, whether they win or whether they lose, just because of the amount of momentum that's behind the program. And I think, without question, Deion Sanders has earned his paycheck for the first uh, season. I'm not sure how much he's making, some you know, three or so million dollars plus. But uh, whatever it is, he's definitely earned it all the way back and then some. And uh, there's been a lot of reasons to be interested in this game and in Colorado all season wrong, regardless if they win or lose. They have dynamic players that everybody wants to see. They want to see Shadur Sanders. They want to see Travis Hunter. How much of the the game is he going to play on the offensive and defensive side of the ball? Now, something something about him, he's already playing so many snaps. You know that he could be dynamic in the return game, but he's he's already on the field a lot, so you don't want to necessarily put him in that situation where he's a part of the return game also. And then you can expect, as the season goes on, he's not going to play as many plays on offense. He's, he's His specialty is defense, and that's something that they've talked about where Coach Prime has told him, you, do, you have to perform on defense, and then you get rewarded on offense. So if you play good on defense, then we're going to reward you and, and give you those opportunities on offense. 
and he wants those opportunities on offense. So he's going to continue to to strive to play well on defense and really hone in there so that he can get those opportunities on offense. Yeah, because he's, he's wanting to ride this wave as long as possible, too. He wants to let everybody know and show everybody that this isn't just a fluke. This isn't just a, oh, a nice little Cinderella story, but then it's going to strike midnight here soon. There's a lot of pressure on him, and I think that they welcome it. And with their players that they have and the talent that they have and uh, some of the attention that they're getting, uh, they're just going to keep it going to the best of their ability. So uh, I, I fully expect them to, to ride this out, and if they end up destroying Colorado State to, on Saturday night, Man, it's just again, it's going to continue to get tough to to root against them or even to bet against them because they are uh, they are a good team. Was it? I guess they doubled their wins technically from last year already. So uh, they're on the right track to to doing some great things this season. And also on the Southern Structural Solutions text line, it says from John and Conway it says, at what point does Sam Pittman give up on his running backs? A certain amount of touches per player, I believe. We should go with the hot hand in order to give the running game some more consistency. Dominic Johnson looked good, but just got some limited touches. I feel like Joe, like again, this is just from college, just football in general. I, I understand the hot hand thing, but it, it's also about matchups. It's about going up and keeping them fresh. And you know, running backs are different shapes, different sizes, have different strengths. So if somebody's running with the hot hand, I think they will. But I just don't think anyone's really had much of a hot hand so far uh, for the Razorbacks in the running game. Well, I think what they're trying to address there is if they get into the flow of the game and they see that somebody is hot, then just just keep feeding that player instead of changing it up just because you have so many running backs available to you. Just go with the one who is giving you something. Yeah, which I, I want them to do. And they've usually done that, at least under Sam Pittman, uh, regardless of the games themselves. Obviously, Rocket was your most consistent running back, but even uh, a couple years ago, bringing up Dominic Johnson, I still felt like he was the best running back towards the end of the season in 2021, and they were feeding him pretty consistently until he ended up getting injured, and you know the rest is history. But uh, I think that that's, that's the smartest thing to do, and they want to do that. Like, Listen, if it's Do- A.J. Green or if it's Rashad DeBinion, I don't really think Sam Pittman cares who it is just if they're finding success on the ground, and if say if they against BYU start finding success on the ground with a the player, they're going to keep rolling until they can't go anymore, until they need a break or a breather, and they'll just insert somebody else to see how it goes. But it's just been hard to find that consistency because you haven't had any of the consistency. You haven't had anybody get into a groove or get into a run. But uh, I think that this is going to be a really good test for the rushing attack and uh, hopefully it ends up being better. But like you said, Joe, K.J. Jefferson's going to get into the running game, too. Who knows? Maybe he'll be like, he's not a running back, but maybe he'll be one of those guys that gets into a rhythm, gets into some momentum, and they just don't want to see him run him too much, but start really opening it up for him and letting him decide whether to run, whether to pass, whether to run out of bounds, whatever it is. They may leave it in his hands a lot of the time, too. Yeah, they may do some of that. Um, would much rather see him do it in short yardage situations and not – really get too involved in the run game but maybe that's something that we do start to see a little bit more because based on the opponents they didn't feel like it was even necessary or worth the risk of putting KJ in the running game before but now then uh, as the competition steps up now it may be the time yeah now is the time to go out and win and do your best way put your best foot forward as they say but we still got a lot more coming up here on Out of Bounds It's an easy Friday show. 501-661-1037 is that number to call or text in. Going to have What's Trending in the World of Sports coming up next, so you better stay with us. Greenway is your local source for John Deere equipment and implements. Now we've made finding the perfect piece of equipment even easier. Shop our tractor packages online at GoGreenway.com. Till deeper with our down-to-earth package. Or save big with our Green Saver package. Need something with a little more muscle? Kick it up a notch with Greenway's Get In Gear package. We're here to support the DIYer in you. No matter what project comes your way, Greenway has you covered. 
Football fans, tailgate season is here, which means it's time to score touchdowns and savings for your vehicle. At All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros, we offer incredible deals and service like your daddy used to get with the financing options that fit your budget. With our team by your side, you'll get MVP service along with the traction and confidence you need to stay on the road. Visit us online today at allabouttireandbrake.com. All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros. Love the drive. Chevrolet in Jacksonville is going beyond the competition to change your current vehicle situation with Guatney's exclusive loan and lease termination program. I need your current payment, your keys, and your signature. Call 501-982-2102 and say hasta la vista to your current ride and payment with the help of Guatney's loan and lease termination program. Regardless of your current financial situation, I swear I will approve everyone. Rates as low as zero percent on new chevrolets trade now and terminate your payments until 2024 get to guatney now the loan and lease termination program is this month only at guatney chevrolet 1301 tpy drive in jacksonville call 501-982-2102 guatneychevrolet.com chevrolet find new roads all offers with approved credit all voices are impersonators but guatney's the real thing shop guatney chevrolet once and you'll be back The Boys and Girls Club of Central Arkansas invite you to the 2023 Leader of the Year Luncheon honoring Hunter Juracek featuring Master of Ceremonies David Basil. With your generous support, Boys and Girls Club of Central Arkansas will create opportunities to help more kids and teens achieve great futures. The Leader of the Year Luncheon will be Wednesday, October 18th at the Clinton Presidential Center. For tickets and additional information, visit bgcofca.com. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So, while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Ladies and gentlemen, the rumors are true. Your favorite sports bar is coming to North Little Rock. Brewskies is proud to announce a second location is coming to the Lakewood Shopping Center. And it won't be too long where you can get the same great pub grub, happy hour specials, and late night fun when it comes to North Little Rock. Voted the number one sports bar in Little Rock for the last four years to catch all the games all year long. Get ready, North Little Rock. Brewski's North is coming soon. Brewski's, you're home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. Have a watch party that everyone wants to attend at your house with the best of meats in the business. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. We might run into some chop. Chop? <laughs> we could handle chop, right? I mean, it's a 170-foot yacht. No, no, no. We're not going anywhere unless he says it's safe. All right? Don't worry about the chop. You don't know about chop. Oh, really? And you do? Chop your credit card in half. How about that? On 1037 The Buzz. If you're shopping for a vehicle, you want to get to Guatney Chevrolet. Guatney has the best deals in the market. Been doing it 60-plus years. Give them a call. 501-982-2102. And Guatney has an exclusive offer to terminate that loan and lease right now you want to get rid of a a bad payment you want to get out of a bad payment out of a bad vehicle get to guadney chevrolet and get into another vehicle from guadney they're offering zero percent on silverados and that's with approved credit no payments for the rest of the year and 2.1 percent is available on 2023 equinox Make the trip to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. Shop them online, GuadneyChevrolet.com. You can see all the deals, the cash allowances, the rebates, even appraise the vehicle. See just how much it's worth. 
They're giving thousands over book value, whether you trade that vehicle in or you sell it to Guadney Chevrolet. Guadney is always actively buying vehicles, so you get a great deal on a vehicle that you trade in or sell. See the entire inventory of new and pre-owned vehicles on GuadneyChevrolet.com and schedule that service today. They have convenient service hours throughout the week and also Saturday, 7 a.m. until noon. It's Guadney Chevrolet, Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer. Guadney Chevrolet, GuadneyChevrolet.com. It's an easy Friday show here on Out of Bounds. Appreciate everybody listening in this afternoon. Going to have Steve Sullivan of KATV joining us here in about 15 minutes. Looking forward to catching up with him as uh, not only with uh, all things going on in Razorback sports, but also in high school sports and that level, which is always fun to see uh, what's going on with some of the big games going on this weekend as well. But uh, we'll keep it moving. As we know that there's a lot of things that are trending in the world of sports, so let's go ahead and jump right into it. What's trending in the world of sports is sponsored by Arkansas-based West Rock Coffee. Join West Rock Coffee and their 1.5 million coffee farmers around the globe as they fuel Arkansas with great-tasting coffee, tea, and water delivered directly to your business. Contact them at westrockcoffee.com or 833-886-JAVA today. All right, what's trending in the world of sports? Some big news in the NFL. As we know, uh, Travis Kelsey has been dealing with an injury, but it looks like not only will Travis Kelsey be playing for the Kansas City Chiefs on Sunday, in Sunday's game against the Jacksonville Jaguars, but also Chris Jones. Both of them will be playing. As we know, he was dealing with some contract disputes, got all that figured out. But it looks like both of their key players are going to be back which I think all Chiefs fans, Joe, can rejoice in knowing that uh, both those guys are going to be in uniform. It's, you know, it's not saying that they're not good without them, but they certainly become legit contenders when you have both those guys in the lineup. Watch how much better these receivers play in this game because if they're not playing up to speed, then Travis Kelsey is going to get a lot of passes thrown his way, which he's going to get that typically anyway. But it'll be one of those things where if the receivers aren't performing – they're not going to get any looks, and so they're going to step up and play a little bit better knowing that Travis Kelsey is on the field, and they're going to have limited opportunities to begin with, and they're going to want more of those. Yeah, because, listen, we all know how important he is. We know how incredible of a player that he is, Kelsey especially, but, uh, yeah, they, they got to have uh, guys like Tony not making drops. You know, they, they got bigger fish to fry than just saying Kelsey comes back. He definitely opens it up, but I uh, can't have the type of performances – from some of the wide receivers, especially that you had this uh, first week. But you've had, I guess, they've had extended time off, too. So they played the Thursday night game the first week of the season. Uh, They've got some time to figure it out, but it'll be, uh, for again, Chiefs fans' sake, it's going to be good to have both those guys back there in the lineup. Uh, Also, in some other NFL news, we know Chase Young, who was one of the draft picks, that uh, high draft picks a few years ago, second overall, I believe, for the Washington Commanders. It looks like he is going to play uh, also for uh, the, the Washington after suffering a neck injury with the season over. He missed it. It was a stinger that he suffered on August 11th against Cleveland, but he was downgraded. Multiple team sources say they were targeting, targeting a week three return, but looks like he's going to be ready to go this weekend for the Commanders as well. So it's nice to see some of these guys who were injured or some of these guys that missed being back into the lineups and being able to help their teams out this weekend too. Oh, yeah, it's going to be good to see. It'll be great to see. Um, it's always good to have key players back in the lineup, and it's, uh, it's something that a lot of teams and players on those teams, they depend on those key pieces to be available. Now, we mentioned also about Alabama going with a new starting quarterback and Tyler Buckner, who is a sophomore out of San Diego, California, uh, it was funny because I'm like, I know the guy's name. I know he's been on the team. I went to look up his stats. I was like, what's his story? Well, uh, this season so far, he threw for 27 yards. But last season, uh, he did throw uh, for uh, 651 yards, three touchdowns, and five interceptions and limited action. And then back in 2021, he threw for 298 yards, three touchdowns, and three interceptions and limited action. So I don't think it's just indicate, indicative of what he did then. But I was just more surprised, Joe, to see that there's actually a player at the quarterback position that seemed to be highly recruited that has stayed 
at one school for three seasons. I feel like that might be the more impressive thing about Buckner than anything is he's getting a shot now to start, but a very, very rare thing these days to see quarterbacks especially staying at a school and with one school for a particular amount of time, especially when it's only three years for him. Yeah, that is interesting. That's what Bama has been losing over the past few seasons where it didn't matter what the position was, but there were guys, and it's more than just Bama, but it's affected Bama quite a bit, and that's something that Coach Saban has been complaining about when it comes to the transfer portal. They're losing a lot of talent because those guys, at one time, they would sit around and wait their turn. They're not doing it anymore. Mm-mm, not anymore, but hey, listen, if he goes in and starts causing some issues for some defenses, then people are going to feel pretty good about their chances of moving forward. But also in some college football news, I thought this was interesting, where uh, Ole Miss, uh, DeSanto Rollins, who is a defensive tackle there for Ole Miss, he was recently kicked off the team for missing practices and meetings during a, quote, mental health crisis. Well, now he's suing the university and Coach Lane Kiffin for failure to provide equal protection, racial and sexual discrimination, and among uh, multiple other allegations, all according to this lawsuit. Uh, he's seeking $10 million in comp- uh, compensatory damages and $30 million in punitive damages, which is, uh, uh, man, quite the quite the amount. But uh, I'm sure that's something that Lane Kiffin and his staff and really Ole Miss did not want to have to really deal with, uh, regardless of the truth behind it or not, when you're sitting in week three of the season. Just to see how that plays out, but... Uh, kind of a bad look all around whenever you have a former player that's suing you for a lot amount of money for some of these allegations that they're going to have to deal with. Correction on Tyler Buckner, he came from Notre Dame also, so he he did did. transfer into Alabama. Man, okay, we'll see. I guess the the stat sheet I was looking at, they they failed to mention the fact that he was from Notre Dame, but there you go. Well, I I thought he was the transfer quarterback, and then when you said he's been at Bama for three years, I'm like, all right, maybe that's not him. Maybe it's another quarterback. Yeah, well, uh, I have to blame this statue because yeah, I'm looking at it right now, and I see because you know they always have the logos with the team that they played year by year, and all three years it says Alabama, so I'm sure it's just a uh, a misprint for them. But uh, still, yeah, so I'm glad we had that that corrected, and uh, now he's going to have his chance. Man, imagine that going from Notre Dame, and now here you are having to play for Alabama, be the starting quarterback, and. have to basically put the world on your shoulders as everyone's putting the pressure on this team to bounce back after Texas Bay. Listen, he's probably made for these moments. That's what he went there for, for for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what he wanted. wanted. In his mind, he thought he was going to be the starter once he transferred because a lot of times you'll have quarterbacks that transfer and that's the conversation that they've had with with the team that – we're going to look for you to be the guy. So he probably thought he was going to be the guy because he transferred. Yeah, well, he is the guy now. So we'll see how it goes against USF in their game uh, this weekend. But the first hour was fast moving here on Out of Bounds, folks. We've got to take a top of the hour update. When we come back, Steve Sullivan of KATV will be joining us. You won't want to miss it, so you better stay tuned here on Out of Bounds. This is a public service announcement for hard seltzer lovers. Neutral Vodka Seltzer has arrived. Made with simple ingredients like vodka, seltzer, and real juice. Neutral tastes good. Like, real good. So good that you'll never want to drink another artificial tasting seltzer again. Neutral's light and refreshing taste will show you what a vodka seltzer can be. 